The following podcast is a Dear Media production. In a study by Esquire, 54% of women said they'd rather be hit by a car than considered fat. If I'm being honest, I've been those women. So for me, this isn't just a podcast, it's personal. I'm Danielle Robay, TV host and journalist, and years of celebrity interviewing taught me that beauty isn't about what you look like, it's about who you become. Each week, I'm having thought-provoking conversations, digging into the stories of people who put a new spin on pretty. From entrepreneurs and authors to politicians and celebrities, no topic is off limits. So join me every Thursday for a new episode to feel pretty inspired, pretty seen, and best of all, pretty smart. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. So now that we know how to navigate the fuckboys and where to spot them, now we have to give those ultimatums that we've been talking about giving for a really, really long time. Yeah, it's time now. So today's episode is all about ultimatums, how to give them, when to give them, when is the right time, and do you even need to give one? Should you just ghost? Like, what are the vibes? Today's episode is featuring my new friend, Nick Vile. You might know him from The Bachelor, but also he gives incredible advice on TikTok and on his own podcast, The Vile Files, and just an incredible male perspective that I feel like we all need. So keep listening. We are back. Relationship. We're here. We're in the building. And we are with the CEO of Bachelor Nation. <laughs> I, this is what I consider you, okay? CEO of Bachelor Nation, star of The Bachelor Season 21, and host of the Vile Files podcast, Nick Vile. Thanks for having me. Did I say it right? You're great. Yeah. Okay. I was you. saying I've heard people mispronounce it. I didn't want to be one of those. People. I sometimes mispronounce it. It's fine. You'd say be, it, say it for us. Vile. This is for the record. For anyone who's mispronouncing it, now you have it on tape to say it properly. There you go. From now on. Thanks. But do you know, so I have to tell you, I only started watching The Bachelor and like becoming fully enthralled in Bachelor Nation, Hannah Brown season. Okay. So I had no idea that you were The Bachelor. You I didn't just even know knew, I existed. I knew that you were the handsome white man who pops up on my TikTok, <laughs> who has a hot girlfriend, who like gives me advice that I don't want to hear, but that I need to hear. That's how I, I knew you. I, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I feel like sometimes like my audience gets mad at me on TikTok, but there's also like, thanks, but yeah. I wasn't in the mood in the moment. That's how I feel. Because yours always pop up on my FYP in the morning for <laughs> some reason. Last time you want to hear like some hard facts about your choices. I'm like on the toilet and you're like reading yeah. me. And I'm like, damn, but he's right. <laughs> yeah. So when did you become like an expert on life? Because I feel like you have really good insights, just shit that people don't want to hear. Yeah, I, I definitely don't refer to myself as an expert. I'm just a guy who's experienced some shit. And mm -hmm. I've invested a lot of energy trying to be honest with myself yeah. about my choices in life. And then I just kind of became the friend to just my actual friends who would give them, you know, an honest answer. And also part of my personality is I'm just, I just have a hard time bullshitting. Yeah, you know? same. So I'm just like... I just don't have the energy. So like, can I just tell you what's going on? Yeah. And, uh, with certain friends, they would really appreciate it at the right time. And then after uh, The Bachelor, I started doing uh, this thing. I just actually, it was, I was home for Thanksgiving. And that's, you know, not too long after that, Instagram released, uh, you know, like, ask me anything, mm, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll do this. And some people threw in a relationship question and I started doing that and kind of gave that kind of snarky but honest like, response and it, it kind of blew up, blew up after that. And then, you know, with the podcast, it's something I always, I felt like I always knew I was good at mm -hmm. and I knew that both in a good and a bad way, it would surprise people because if you, if you knew me from a public standpoint, you wouldn't, you didn't know me as like, oh, this is the guy I should go to for advice. It was yeah. the unlucky in love guy from the bachelor but uh it's it's kind of worked out and like i said i think all i i'm just very careful especially like whenever i'm giving my two cents or even on on the vile files where i have my ask nick episodes where people mm -hmm. call in and, and 
like literally be like, hey, this is my situation, what's going on? You know, I'm very careful not to diagnose them, certainly clinically yeah. or anything like that. I, I might, you know, say, hey, it could be this, but again, I'm not an expert. But all I really do is help people see their situation through like a, a slightly more honest lens. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a way of, you know, lying to ourselves. Those rose-colored glasses yeah, be hitting um, hard. Every yeah. time. And so that's all I really do is just kind of re-engineer what they're telling me. And I kind of just listen for the lies that they're telling themselves. Yeah. Um, which we all do. And I, again, I've I've been as guilty as anyone, especially early in my dating life. And so that's how I kind of got to where I am today. Yeah. What is your zodiac sign? Libra. <gasps> Wow. All, right. all, I like I that, like, all I know is that like, it's a balance <laughs> thing, which I guess, you know, uh -huh. when people tell me about that, it, it makes sense. I definitely, I try not to react any one direction. And yeah. there's uh, always a, another point of view. Uh, right. Which is, I'm a Libra moon and I feel like I'm, but I'm a Scorpio. So okay. I'm like, they're bullshitting you, but maybe they could be telling you the truth. Or like, you know, there's always, there are two sides to every story. Well, you can know someone's bullshitting you mm -hmm. and then still empathize with why they might be bullshitting right. you which doesn't and i've i've learned this especially recently or been reminded that with the world that we're in we often confuse empathy with defending someone mm -hmm. or or making excuses for them mm -hmm. you know like no you're just trying to empathize with why they're doing and saying what they're doing and you right. can still hold someone accountable yeah all while empathizing with someone. Yeah, um, and you can choose you know. to not be a part of it. You can choose to not participate if you don't yeah. like the way that someone's going about something. Totally. It's okay to call them out. It's okay to see it for what it is, but it's okay to be like, actually, I'm going to like bow out of this and not participate. Which is usually what you should do because how many times when you, I'll get a question, it's always like, well, what, why are they doing this? Yeah. What does it mean? Why, why are they doing that? So like empathizing with their situation just helps you understand why they're doing it so then you can right. be like oh well fuck and maybe they're just bored yeah you know whatever maybe that's it yeah maybe you're empathizing with their boredom or your advice would be like he's just not that into you and that's just what it is yeah <laughs> like damn I've, I've never really said, I mean, you do say it like that i've seen it yeah. i see it every scroll it's good to know it's good to know it sometimes. is good to know you want to know like not to waste your time pretty much also like there's a lot of times she's not into him either right or her right or whatever it is sometimes yeah. people just aren't into people and that's yeah. just what it is this is like not even a part of what we're even talking about but your girlfriend fire slid into your dms yeah did it ever come to your mind that like this could be a catfish like this could not be a real 100%. person 100 that's why i carded her <laughs> you literally told her to send her id oh yeah <gasps> next to her face uh, yeah, no, I've, I've I mentioned this on my friend Shirley and Andy's podcast when we, we went on, but I I FaceTimed her on Snapchat because uh -huh. she was like, what's your Snapchat? And I was like, okay, a red flag. And I'm not even on Snapchat. I would be like. I have it, but I don't really use it. I FaceTimed her with the, like with the camera facing the ceiling. With so you were on some catfish shit. So I would, <laughs> so, so that my, she couldn't see me. Yeah. And I just first, I was like, show me your ID. Yeah. Um, and she did. Damn, she's a good one because I would have been like, you know what? But honestly, no, she is. Yeah, she's great because yeah. like that's the thing. She had nothing to hide. Yeah, right. And I think sometimes um, I think people need to be safe these days. with yeah. catfishing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, mask you, fishing, you, 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 hat fishing. Yeah, you don't really know who you're talking to or if people yeah. say who they really are. And and uh, yeah, I I I don't really respond to DMs for the most part but one you know and she piqued my curiosity and i was like is this worth i don't mm -hmm. know and then but i i still was like as soon as i responded i you know i was very careful and on high alert because you just never know and like in be. the past like i'm sure i've been catfished early like especially in my early going in the show days where you're like naive and dumb and i didn't really understand social media yeah and you're just like wait this thing's weird like why are they Huh? And mm -hmm. if you're not thinking about it, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure I have 100%. I mean, I have. Not like in a romantic way, but a friend catfished me and it was horrible. Because you can be catfished by people that you know in real life. Like, that's a thing. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And yeah, like, I, 
I've never been catfished like it was like an ongoing thing. I mm-hmm. caught it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but it was just like, wait, why? You know, because it was more like, yeah, you're, you're reaching out, like whatever, like, hey, let's get together. And then all of a sudden the excuses flow. And yeah. you're just like, wait, what am I, What? How, why did I believe anything? Yeah. Which is part of the reason why, like when I was spotted in Alley, the first thing I did is Carter. Yeah. I think that was wise yeah. coming from a professional. <laughs> I think that that was a wise thing to do. I wish more people did that. And honestly, even just the FaceTiming was like a, a step that a lot of people miss. So, you know, kudos to you. Thanks. Good job. You guys are so cute. Okay. So obviously, today's episode is all about ultimatums. When to give them, if to give them, how to give them. Because a lot of people don't know how to stand up for themselves. A lot of people don't know how to kind of like cut the cord Yeah. for whatever reason. I, I, I feel like I usually know the reason. The you the reasons fear of disappointment. Mm. Pause. Long pause. Long dramatic pause because that's actually very true. Because you don't want to give that ultimatum and then have the person be like, "Ah, actually, yeah. I'm going to choose the latter." Yeah. I'm gonna, not always. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's other options, but for the most part, yeah. I would, uh, you know, unscientific guess, like yeah. 95% of the time we don't know when to cut the cord is because we're not ready to accept the answer we don't want to hear. Yeah. Have you ever had to give an ultimatum that like you didn't want to have to do, but but you had to do it? You knew you had to do it? For sure. And plenty of times. I don't know how much I really meant it at the time, but like, you know, my first girlfriend, you know, we're 18 and 19 years old and you look back, I was toxic as shit, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, every time she'd break up with me because she found a new guy at the same time, she was just telling me, I was doing something, you know, we were young and 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And then we had the whole breakup, not really be together, kind yeah. of still hang out. And then finally I was like, I don't want to keep doing I'm done. And then, yeah. and then that's when she would like, like no, strap no, no. her bullshit. But like, it was, yeah, it's like young love. Um, right. So that comes to mind. Um, Have you ever been given an ultimatum that was like, oh shit, let me, let me get my shit together right now? I, yeah, to a certain degree, Natalie did that with me. We love to hear it. Yeah. We I mean, like queen. early on in, in, in day, like when we first met, I, you know, we, uh, again, I'm just, I'm an overly guarded person. We lived mm-hmm. in different states. You know, we, you know, I, I wasn't sure if we were in different stages of our life. And I was just like, and, and I hadn't been in a serious committed relationship outside of the show mm. for like nine years. It was really hard for me to figure out like, how to like get in the pocket, so to speak? Like, is, yeah. How, how do how do I know whether this is someone I should really invest in? That was just really slow. We were always very honest and very upfront. Like we, there was no game playing in the, and and part of the reason why I got more and more comfortable with her is just her. She was very good at always being upfront. She was mm-hmm. never afraid of not getting the answer she didn't want to hear. Yeah. And it really made me re- really respect her. And so just a you know a couple of times she was she knew she was always in control of her feelings if that makes sense mm. you know where she knew she, every time she did it she didn't do it in a way where it felt like a like a threat mm. and it wasn't it didn't feel like a reaction it was just like I've she calmly just like this is where I'm in right now and I'm no longer like it was like she could tell she was losing control of her feelings and before she got to that point at the risk of not getting what she wanted, she prioritized her feelings yeah. over her disappointment. And so she was always just like, mm. I don't want, you know, I'm, I'm good. And then there, and then she really was just like gone. She did, it wasn't a threat, you know, yeah. it's just like, I'm just gonna go date other people. And <sighs> she was gonna be like, I'm gonna be totally fine doing it. And I was like, fuck. You What's know? her sign? Uh, her birthday is August 31st, so. What's that? Virgo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for her. We love that. We love that. She's like, listen, this is this is where I'm at, and this is what I'm doing. You decide what you want to do Yeah. based was, off of that. It was never like she was always, yeah, it was, it was always, she was always very in control. Like yeah. I said, I believe that she wasn't doing as an ultimatum, and she wasn't afraid of being disappointed. Damn. We all got to be like Natalie Joy. Right, because yeah. sometimes I'd be threatening. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, we're all human, sometimes, you know. Um, sometimes I let my rising Virgo speak for me, and I'm like, "This is this is where I'm at." But 
other times the Scorpio speaks for me and it's like, fuck you, I'm done. Goodbye. That's not the way to but go. But you're not really it. done? No. Never. Never. <laughs> never. never. Little never. masochism never hurt anybody. You know, that's how that's how I get down. We're a human. Yeah, we are. Do you ever feel like there's a point where no ultimatum is necessary? It's just like it's time to end things. Oh, well, I'm sure. Can you give me more of like a specific example? Like oh. cheating, for example. Yeah. If someone's cheating on you, is it okay to be like, hey, listen, like, it, is it is it necessary to have a conversation with someone and be like, this is how I feel about this? Like, if you keep doing this, or is it a situation where it's like, if they're cheating on you, it's probably because no, I they're mean, not interested. Well, I think anyone can break up with anyone for any reason whatsoever. Period. And sometimes I think we confuse that. Like, would it be nice to get closure from the person you're dating and sit down and have the talk mm -hmm. or the five talks that you probably want to have because you're really not listening to them. You just, that's nice. Yeah. But like we are allowed to break up with people and sometimes we forget that mm -hmm. in, in relationships. And yeah, and so- friendships too. Friend, sure, friendships, any relationship yeah. of any kind. Um, I don't think we need someone's permission to break it off. And cheating, yeah, something like that it's one of those things where someone could cheat and they might have their reasons why they stepped out mm -hmm. or why they weren't happy. Maybe their boyfriend or girlfriend was toxic or verbally abusive or, or whatever. That still doesn't like justify the cheating. You can right. break up, you can leave, you could end it, right? Like, so again, that's where you kind of, you can empathize and not um, justify at the mm -hmm. same time. But if someone cheats on you, yeah, I don't, I don't think you need to explain yourself why you don't want to be in a relationship, yeah. you know, or why you're just done or why you're not willing to work it out. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I don't think you have to ever work it out. You don't like, right. you don't owe anyone uh, like couples therapy. If you're just like, I don't know, I just, I'm not getting what I want mm -hmm. anymore. And, and maybe it's not you. Maybe there's nothing you can do. I just, I don't have those feelings anymore. And that can be very hurtful and that can be hard to hear, but you still have a right to leave. Yeah. yeah. And some people, honestly, I don't know who needs to hear this. Some people don't deserve closure from you. Some people like you don't, and some people you also may not get an apology from. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's just closure. I don't, I don't know. You never get closure mm -hmm. from that person mm -hmm. because also like think of like, if you don't want to break up and they're breaking up with you, yeah, what could they say that's going to give you closure in the moment? What Nothing. love letter have you ever written? <laughs> Nothing. Where or the other person was like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't want that and they do. So truthfully, in that, in the short run, you're not going to get closure from them. You're going to have those, like, can we talk again? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? for the 30th time. And they're like, fine, I fucking guess, yeah. you know, and you really don't want it. Closure is always going to come from you accepting that the relationship's over and then, you know, and then like having the self-awareness to say, all right, I'm going to pause. Yeah, my feelings are hurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm heartbroken. But like, am I even happy? Was I getting what I wanted? Like, right. is, is it how much of, uh, is, is my ego playing a role into my hurt? And these are all very difficult things to be self-aware in the moment. But that's where real closure comes from. And yeah, is it nice if we dated someone who did hurt us, who, who didn't appreciate us and, and you know, maybe they cheated on us, et cetera. Is it nice to maybe get that phone call or that letter mm -hmm. or email a couple a year down the road saying, hey, for what it's worth, I'm sorry? Yes, it's super nice. It's nice to hear and it feels good, but that we don't need that to move on. Right. Uh, and we definitely give our, our exes way too much power mm. uh, in, in relationships that they don't deserve or, or need because it just comes down to like, we don't want to let go. Right. So no, we tell them, so I was like, oh, I need you for closure. And it's like, no, nah, you don't no. want closure. You want to be in a relationship. Yeah, it's true. They're yeah. like, I have to come over. I left my hair tie. Yeah. Um, like, I need closure. I just no. need closure. Like, you know, you I... want to convince me to change my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. I mean, guilty. We all are guilty. Uh, I've been there. I mean, again, like I, <laughs> everything I say, it's because I've been on the bad side of, of all these choices. Yeah. Know? Well, there are some people who need your advice. And we have a lot of people who wrote in their stories. Yeah, let's go. And we got to help them because they need it. Some people have chosen to remain anonymous for whatever reason. So we're going to respect that. Okay, so this 
message comes from Jen. Jen says, so I've been intimate with a guy for three years. Recently, he told me he just wants me. Every time I try to make plans with him, he doesn't reply to my messages. I'm confused. Does he want me to be his girlfriend or just a girl he has sex with? What should I do? Has she asked him that question she's asking us? That's a Let's good start question. Let's start there. Let's start there. Probably not. I'm going to assume no. Yeah. I think it's, you know, she said I'm confused. I think that's a very honest thing to say. And I mm-hmm. think that's a red, like it's a red flag in the sense that you should listen to the fact that you can say you're confused. Mm-hmm. And your confusion usually means that like they're not clear with their actions and words. Three years and he's just now telling you. Yeah, too. So again, that you make a great point. So for three years, she's been accepting less than what she thinks she deserves, but she's too afraid to ever bring it up. Mm-hmm. She she's definitely taken a more pra- passive approach in this relationship. He definitely holds all the power in this relationship. So just based off of like those simple facts alone, it would seem like unhealthy. Yeah, the fact that she is afraid to ask that question, and, and no judgment because there's a lot of we're all, we all can be in in, in that in that situation but yeah i would ask him and my guess is most likely he might say something like i mean you're great and yeah. if i wanted a girlfriend you would be my girlfriend but i don't want you know i don't want a girlfriend and i love spending time with you i love spending time with you and it's just like great you that's know? not the same uh, as i want to be in a relationship with you by the way for sure um it's all about priorities right you know we all have shit going on and yeah. this guy is not willing to make her a priority and right. again, going back to my relationship, at the end of the day, like I had my reasons at the time where I didn't want to, you know, be in a committed relationship with Natalie. Yeah. And she had her reasons to be like, congratulations for your priorities. Mm-hmm. They don't align with mine. Peace. Peace. Yeah. You know, and she just wasn't afraid to bring that up. So I just think A, she should ask and B, she should accept the reality that she is almost virtually powerless in this relationship and she should want to not that be have that not be the case damn it should make her mad (laughs) yeah Um, well what about because i feel like a lot of times when people are in this kind of space the person will the other person will be like i'm just really busy right now yeah i don't care how busy you are you make time for the people you want to make time for i don't care if you're a man or a woman and especially men you Mm -hmm. know and i speak this as a heterosexual male who's busy Mm mm-hmm and, and and doesn't have a lot of time for a lot of people, but I'll I'll and I don't plan. I fucking hate planning. I can't plan for <laughs> shit. But I'll tell you what, like I step up when I want to make an impression yeah. for the people I want to make an impression with, and I will carve out time and I'll reschedule for guys will literally do anything for the a woman they're excited for the earth. Yes, like they say, if he wanted to, he would. Yeah, one hundred percent. So he's not that busy. Okay, uh, he's definitely not busy. And in this relationship, for her, like I said, I think the biggest thing is the three years, and she doesn't know means he has so much power, and mm-hmm. and she needs to shake that up. In mm-hmm. fact, I don't think she should ask him what are we at yeah. all. Never, never ask what we are. No, just say I, this is what I want. Right. You know, now he wasn't like. So like, will you date me? Yeah. No, she was like, I fucking like you. Yeah. I think we should date. Here's why. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I love that. I feel like more people uh, need to be like that. Yeah. But it's hard to do. Yeah, um, true. And I ha- again, I haven't always done that, but that's what I do for in this situation. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This one's from Paige. Here is the tea. I started seeing this man who is my literal soulmate. I've known him in a past life and he completes me without even trying. About a month into getting to know him, he drops the bomb that he's engaged. But his lady is over in someone London else. to someone else. I mean, the beginning of the story has this littered with red flags. It's fucked. It's all fucked. Okay. He drops the bomb that he's engaged, but his lady lives in London. We live in Philadelphia. We. Yeah, we. <laughs> him and I. Okay. For her doctorate. So their relationship is open. Okay. When the UK shut down because of COVID, she flew back to Philly to finish the rest of her semester virtually. This man and I cut off ties and it's heartbreaking. We both sat in my room and cried. It's been months since I've talked to him. I'd love for him to still be a part of my life because he did so much of healing my past trauma, but I know I'll always love him and be jealous of his relationship. Tell me, what do we think? I wanted to homewreck. She says, sorry, in parentheses but I know it's wrong. How do I bridge the gap without hurting myself or jeopardizing his current relationship? 
I, well, I guess what's the gap she's trying to bridge? There is no gap. It's Unclear. either you're having yeah. an affair <laughs> yeah. or you're not. Yeah, I mean, listen, I certainly don't believe in soulmates. Uh, really? Do you? I believe that we have soulmates, but I think you can have several. I don't sure. think that there's just one. And I think that you don't always end up with your soulmate. Okay. And I think your soulmates can be like your friends. I don't think your soulmate sure. has okay. to be romantic. Yeah. Okay. But there's what definitely not. I just, I just definitely don't think there is one person in this universe that somehow we have to find. Mm. And if we don't, We're like, gonna, in her, you know, she's just like, he's my soulmate. Yeah. And he just happens to be in this other relationship. She's acknowledging some potential trauma bonding, mm -hmm. you know, like he and I don't doubt that he was very helpful to her or was a, a played a role in some sort of support system. And I think you can appreciate that yeah. about him. And again, like you can you can be in a toxic as fuck relationship and have it end and look back and be like, you know what? That was bad. We we were bad to each other. I'm glad we're out of it. But like yeah. I learned a lot and I appreciate them and maybe we we're both can be accountable for how, why that relationship was toxic. And I think, you know, this clearly has some toxic elements to it. Um, so Probably she wasn't going to tell you that he was engaged when he started talking yeah. to you. Yeah. And like, yeah. how does she know it's open? Because he says it's open. Has he checked with her? Like, how open is it? Um, <laughs> I'm curious. But yeah, so she can, I guess my point is you can appreciate what he brought into your life and, and maybe helped you out and still accept that there's a, a bunch of other reasons why he's not your guy. Mm -hmm. And so she, my guess is, is over glorifying how he made her feel. Right. And then assigning this label of soulmate to her because she mm -hmm. hasn't found it somewhere else. And just because you haven't found, you know, just because someone's the first to bring something in your life, you want to assign some sort of label to it like soulmate, but Maybe it's just the first time you were able to experience a, a guy who was emotionally open and made you feel safe and comfortable. Yeah. But they can also still be bad for you and toxic overall just because he was a good listener and, and, and brought something that maybe a past boyfriend didn't. Right. So, yeah, I would definitely just leave and walk away <laughs> yes. and accept that, you know, and stop, stop glorifying things. Yeah. You know, like... I always say, like, you know, people have a hard time. This is what this girl should do. You know, people always talk about pros and cons list. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you saw this on my TikTok. Mm -hmm. But you should make a list of things you're hopeful for and things you're grateful for, right? Because hope is great. It's yeah. great to have hope. Not great to be hopeful about your relationship when you're in a relationship. Mm. You know, having hope in a relationship is just a, a sign or a list of things you're not getting yeah. In a relationship. And if you're hopeful for it, that means you know that you need that in a relationship. You mm -hmm. know, there are elements of, of that that you need to feel nourished, your heart needs in a relationship. And the things you're grateful for, especially if you're in a relationship and you're just like, well, I like him and he's great. But like, you know, maybe he, you know, that you're irritated about some things, but you are grateful for a long list of things. And maybe that's a, a, things you're grateful for is a reminder of like, that might be really hard to find with someone else because mm -hmm. you're really truly grateful for it. So, I bet if she were to make a list of things she's grateful for, she'd be grateful for what he did to make her feel, you know, whatever, you know, what she acknowledged. And then she'd make a list of all those other things, like, you know, doesn't have a fiance. Yeah. You know, commitment. Doesn't, commitment. Doesn't, you know, isn't and I, about to marry another I, bitch. Yeah. I, I bet that list would be pretty <laughs> long. And so I think you should, she should do that to like open it up. Cause like if your list of things you're hopeful for is much longer than the list of things you're grateful for, they're definitely not your soulmate. Yeah. And there's no ultimatum to give. I don't think that you should ever be in a position to be like, it's me or this other person. No, he's already chosen. It's done. Also, yeah, if you make someone choose an ultimatum, you're just, and they choose you, get ready for some resentment. The same way you get them is the same way you lose them. So yeah. be very, very careful and be yeah, very, love, very cautious. Yeah, My mother taught me that. Yeah, go mom. She says, all great. Okay, this one. Let's see. My partner cheated on me two years ago. It's still hard to forgive him, but I'm not 100% sure that it stopped. How do I let it go? Should we just break up? Yes. <laughs> short answer. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a short answer. Yeah. Because it sounds like she wanted, like, you know, first you get cheated on and it's first you, it's, it hurts. Mm -hmm. It embarrasses you. Part of the reason I think we want to forgive the people who cheated on us because 
our egos are hurt. And oh, if we I can, saw that TikTok you did. If, if, like, if, they, if we can, if they can just forgive us, like I'll just forgive them. Fuck it. Like yeah. it's fine. We worked through it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so you, she tried. You tried. You couldn't. That's okay. And and now you can leave knowing that like you have no regrets. Yeah. Like you, you can't. You you need trust in a relationship, and it's not your fault they broke it. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's nothing is going. You can't force yourself to trust someone. You can try, but it's just not going to wor- work. Yeah, I think in this situation, you have to give yourself the ultimatum. Like honestly, you have to be like, is this okay? with me moving forward? Is yeah. this something that I can sacrifice potentially getting cheated on again, especially if you're not 100% sure that it stopped? It doesn't sound like there's been kind of like a kibosh put on the situation. It sounds like you still think that he's out here doing the most. Totally. And then like, it's one of those things where I, I, I just, like me getting cheated on and I was like 28 was changed my life in the best possible way just because you know we all have egos and I certainly have a big one and I had a bigger one then actually it's no different in size I just can control it mm-hmm. I am aware that it exists and I acknowledge it and now I can like feel it creep up on me and I remember when I got cheated on people were like oh well you know what happened I'm like oh you know we just just ended yeah you know? like so, I was so embarrassed nothing. Uh, and there's again a lot of power and not being afraid to tell people that you were cheated on. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, when you do, no one, no one goes, "Oh, yeah, what did you do?" What? Oh my God! Like <laughs> yeah. I need to leave. No one does that. No one. We all feel like that's gonna happen. Everyone's like, "Oh, what a dick. Mm-hmm. They suck. Why yeah. would someone do that?" But you know, our egos are the ones who are just like, "Don't fucking tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Don't. You're a loser. Like, yeah. why would any?" Why did you let him cheat on us? Right. Like, what the fuck? Uh, and it's not you. It's not. I, I like to say I've never been cheated on to my knowledge. But if I was in the past or currently, that's not my business. Yeah. Your ego's <laughs> like this. Like, you could literally walk on in on your partner, like, fucking someone else. Yeah. And your ego's over your shoulder being like, what'd you do? Yeah. You know, like, why, why did you why did do you that? Why did you do this? Yeah. But no one else is thinking that, but yeah. your own ego. Right. It's true. Yeah. Mm. So move on, sweetie. Yeah. It's done. Definitely let it go. It's done. Okay. This one comes from Bree. Bree says, Cammy. Okay, let me break it down for you. I've been dating this guy for two and a half years and I let it be known that I don't like when he follows other girls on Instagram and that I don't think that he should be following them. So I made him unfollow everyone I was uncomfortable with at one point in our relationship. And I cut off social media for a mental break. She got off all social media and she got back on without telling him. She goes back to see who he's following and there's all these girls, of course. I confronted him. He unfollowed, but now I feel like he's been going out of his way to follow girls that he doesn't even know and like their pictures. I trust him. I don't think he would ever cheat on me. I know I have no control over that, but him liking these pictures makes me feel like he's giving them more attention than me. And why does he need to see that on his page? It can go from Instagram models to your everyday girls, but they are so pretty. It's not as many as before, but still. We have known each other since high school and we have a history. So I think that's why I've stuck around so long, but I want to give him an ultimatum so he understands how it makes me feel. Am I crazy? Should I cut the cord? Thanks for listening. So, so many nuggets in here. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, I was talking about this with Natalie this morning. She sent me this TikTok that like got, she's like, oh, you should like stitch this or duet this or something. And it blew up and it was, um, it was a girl you know, crying or fake crying or whatever. She was TikToking mm-hmm. about this topic. She shouldn't give him an ultimatum, as we already discussed. Like, that's not going to... And he might. she might get, in the short run term, like, what she wants, but eventually he's just going to resent her for it. Yeah. You know, I definitely feel like... I think this issue isn't solved with ultimatums or just hardline approaches. It's not a black and white issue, so to speak. Like you just have to be able to have conversations, right? I think we, this is a really good opportunity in relationships to always think about what you're doing in the relationships or who you're following or in it. And it's not just black and white either too. Like you could be like, well, I don't follow so-and-so, but it's mm-hmm. like, fine. But are you having any conversation whatsoever that might frustrate Boop. your boyfriend. Um, 
and you're not doing anything wrong <laughs> and you you know you say you trust them, like it because she doesn't fully trust him and that's fine and maybe she doesn't trust herself maybe she's projecting her own bullshit so at the end of the day you do have to choose to trust your partner and just you know for me i love that natalie is gorgeous and attractive i love knowing that she could have any guy she wants i i, I know she knows other public figures or she's dated other people uh, in the public eye and i don't i'm not a jealous or insecure guy that doesn't mean i can't get jealous or insecure or ask her about it mm -hmm. i don't want to be like you got to unfollow all these guys like what is that like i lose all that power when i when i do that and i follow a, a bunch of beautiful women i know them i'm friends with them and it's just like a weird thing to start making each other do things just to like not you know trigger our insecurities so like you can just talk to him and say like this does make me feel insecure but then try to figure out why it makes you insecure or talk about it and there's certainly always situations where maybe you just maybe there's this one person like sometimes you you do have a right in a relationship to be like i don't know why this fucking person drives me nuts yeah. but they just do and i understand that it's a me thing <laughs> but just help me out here and i yeah. think sometimes that's okay to to do that but i do think overall you have to be really careful not ex to expect your partner to make it a full-time job to like walk like a tightrope not to trigger any insecurity you have about some good looking because at the end of the day if they do want to cheat they'll cheat and doesn't matter how good looking someone is or not you know and things like that and they're choosing to be with you like that's what, what trust is right it's knowing that your partner and that's why i don't believe in the one and only because Natalie chooses to be with me I choose to be with her and sometimes our insecurities can like be triggered and we can go fuck but you could like, like you who's, could go who's, off who's, who's Who out there you know like I, I'll see her inbox and it's just fucking blue check marks of like yeah. fucking dudes you know yeah. and I have to like know or accept the fact that like I would rather be naive and and have my ego tell me I'm a fool than be a cynic and not trust her so I would rather until until she shows me otherwise, I choose to know that she chooses to be with me and I choose to be with her. And yeah, that might, I might, I might get it wrong. She might crush me or break my heart and she might prove me wrong, but I would rather feel again, like a fool uh, that one time and, and still realize, well, I guess I was wrong. I'll have to move on. Mm. And I'll, now I know I can move on rather than the whole relationship constantly like be worrying about it and be like, well, you shouldn't talk to him because I know he wants to fuck you or, yeah. or or things like that. Or you shouldn't follow him because like follow him or not, you could still go on their gram. That's a fact. You, you know, like That's you, can, a fact. you can. We all have eyes. Like yeah. we all listen. Nobody can act like they don't look. Everybody looks. Everybody see you have. That's like you you look. Yeah. But I think, you know, as someone who's been in this situation, so I, I understand the feeling and I, I think you're right to say that it is our ego that makes us be like, well, if they're liking this, like, does that mean something negative against me? Does that mean that they don't see me how they see this? And I think, you know, there's boundaries and everything. If you've already had a conversation with him and told him like, hey, listen, I would rather you not follow big booty bitches on Instagram. Like if it depends, like there's, you know, I feel like there's like there's there's levels. No, I get it. There's yeah. like, you know, pretty Instagram models. And then there's like girls who are busting a wide open on the gram. Like, I get it. You don't want to go on, you know, your for you page and see that your boyfriend is like the first like on some pussy pic. I understand. I, I yeah. No, <laughs> like I totally with you. I understand. There's boundaries. I, I get it. You know, so I understand. And like and as a woman, I feel like it kind of makes us kind of internalize and think like, OK, well, if, is that what he wants? Like, is that who he wants to be with? And that's not necessarily the case. I think it's okay, in my opinion, to give a one-time conversation. Like, this is this makes me uncomfortable. Sure. And explain why it makes you uncomfortable. Most guys love to say it's just Instagram. It's not a big deal. It's just Instagram. It's just social media. But is it? Like, is it? Because I think that in a lot of t a lot of times it can be like a slippery slope, and like obviously you know there's plenty of places to get your visual fix. There's porn. There's all kinds of stuff that you can get involved in. But I think that for Instagram, because it's such a public thing, and like if you have mutual friends and they're seeing you follow these girls, and like it just gets to be touchy. But I feel like you've already had the conversation. He did it again. Then you had another conversation. Then he did it again. 
he just wants to follow the bitches. Yeah, there is that. Because I love how you said, like, listen, I'm just feeling a little uncomfortable here. And you're right. Sometimes you, I, I don't like think you should like be testing your partner, but it's nice to know that you can tell your partner, this makes me feel uncomfortable. And they don't try to argue with you or explain mm -hmm. to you like why it's not a big deal. They're just like, you know what? At the end of the day, I want you to be comfortable. Yeah. And so I'm going to do that. And so, if he wants that, he'll stop. Yeah. I do think though that, the he or she only has eyes for me is a toxic mindset mm. in the sense that like listen like you your partner thinks other people are hot yeah it's fine it's yeah. it's the like and if you're honest with yourself so do you and like i don't i'm not like i don't ask natalie all the time like so like do you think he's like he's hot yeah right? like but i just right like, i'm okay that she can like be like they're hot like yeah. it's okay and honestly sometimes like that's uh, she was talking about um, uh, Caitlin Carter. Caitlin Carter, who's a friend on on my podcast, um, like her fiance. She was looking at her, her Instagram. It's like her, her boyfriend's like super hot. I'm like, yeah, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me, you know. Like he's yeah. a he's a super hot guy. I didn't immediately be like, well, what, well, yeah. what about me? Do you, like, you know. So, <laughs> but it's tough. I mean, it yeah. it, it takes it takes a, a lot, and then a lot of it comes down to controlling our egos and just. You know, I long-winded answer. Like, I think she needs to don't say you trust them if you really don't, mm -hmm. and 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 look at why you might have some trust issues, and and maybe it is a projection of your own insecurities. Because like insecurities sometimes come from the like jealousy comes from your insecurities, and your insecurities can come from your current partner doing something to trigger yeah. your insecurity, or it could be exes or something your parents did or whatever. So it's usually one of the two, and you just have to look at which one it might be. Yeah. Okay. One more. Cammy, I've been looking for advice for a long time, but I can't seem to find the answer. I've been dating men and women most of my life. I've always left my girlfriend for a man, but never the other way around. Anytime I've been exclusive with a female, I've always wondered if I wanted a man instead. Every time I date a man, I know they aren't the one. Females give me all the feels. I'm currently dating a female of over a year. While at the same time, I have one of my exes, a man that has re-entered my life. I feel like I want to create a family with him, but I can't break up with my girl. She also feels like my person. He knows about her. She knows nothing about him. I don't know what to do. Do I take my chances with him or do I continue being with my girl and not be 100% satisfied? This is this is more of a self ultimate. How, how old is this person? It seems like she's young, like probably 20s. Yeah. I mean, there's a good chance neither are her person. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, there's exceptions to every rule, but like 99 times out of 100, getting back with your ex is just not. You have someone who's proven you don't work with, mm -hmm. and then you have a billion other people in the world that you could like have a shot with. Yeah. You know, and I think also some people forget that like every relationship you have except for one is going to end. And, and for the most part, we're all looking for just one, mm -hmm. you know. And she should definitely just be honest with both people. I can't really speak, you know, I'm not bisexual and I can't really speak to, you know, the fact that she always seems to leave women for men and not vice versa. But it's okay to, I think the biggest takeaway is I don't know how, how her age is, but it's okay for her to say, I don't know who I am yet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what I want. How right. can we know what we want? We don't know who we are. And, and I think we, I don't know if I really know who I was in, until I was 30. I think we're all maturing later mm. in life with the way, you know, the world is. And, and um, so I think it's okay to just be honest with like, I'm still figuring out me. So I'm just going to keep dating yeah. these people. You know, th this this woman, you know, wants a family. Now, she, does she want it in a more traditional way with a man or uh, with a woman and, you know, adopt or have a surrogate and things like that? These are things that she's going to have to answer for herself. And I think those are big life choices that she should be okay with being patient on yeah you know like these are big choices so no need to to rush and and be open to the possibility you just haven't met your person yet right i think i mean this is obviously like a personal ultimatum with with herself that she's gonna have to make at some point i don't think that she's ready to do it right now yeah like i have a friend right now literally who just got out of a relationship with a man she came out as bisexual now she's like dating women for the first time and she wants to see what that's Try like. Try it out, yeah. Try it out. But like, don't get locked down with anybody. Yeah. Like, be single. I think, I, listen, I'm not bisexual, but I'm going to tell you to be single. That's my advice. Because I feel like you just need time to explore. 
the options. And I think that at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if you end up with a man or a woman or what you end up with. It's who you're happiest with and who you decide that like, okay, this is actually my person because this is the person that I'm choosing to actually commit to and like settle down with and relax. Totally. And the fact that she's considering an ex means that, you know, it's a comfort zone thing. It's a convenient, the key obviously brings something to the table. I don't know what it is that she knows she can get from him that she doesn't want to waste the time and energy to find with some other guy, but Mm -hmm. like it didn't work with him for whatever the reason. Uh, So if you want to date men, there's zillions out there. I know there's no great people. Like there are. Yeah. You just got to be patient. There's probably like a toxic thing that's drawing her back to this man. For sure. Because I feel like your exes, they never have anything new to say. You know, you got to just leave them. We just have this really weird ability to forget everything we hated about them when we're bored. Yeah. are unsatisfied in our current situations and then only to get reminded of them. It's just like, oh, no, now I remember why I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm really done. And then um, you go back. Yeah. And it's just like a cycle. Yeah. It's time to just be done. Keep shopping. You yeah. Know? Keep shopping. If you are talking to your ex because, you know, that means you're not getting something from her and the fact that you're considering, you know, and he's just, he's not your guy. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Damn. See, this is the advice that people need to hear, but they don't want to hear. But you're right. And I hate to say it. Just, I think we just have to be patient. Yeah. You know? And have conversations. And have conversations. I know, I know our parents got married and had kids by the time they're 25. This is not the world we are in, and nor mm-hmm. do we want to be. And that's okay. Yeah. But, you know, stop watching. I, I started watching Sex in the City. <gasps> the best. The best. Depends. I, I'm honestly curious. Like, do you consider Carrie Bradshaw a role model? No. Okay, Carrie is a psycho. She's a psycho. She's toxic. So is Big. She, she she's relatable, maybe. But Aiden was the one. Yeah, I'm familiar. I, like I know the characters, but I never really watched it. Watched it. I'm, oh, I'm watching gonna, it. Watching it now. I won't. I won't. I know that back. she gets engaged to Aiden, and then doesn't work out, and she ends up with Mr. Big. But early on, Carrie, mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck, Carrie? Like, yeah. And anyone who loves Big is a masochist. You have something. You have to. You need to talk about that in therapy because there's I haven't nothing gotten that about far him. Yet. He's a shitty person. Well, so far, so far, early on in the first, uh, at least the first ten episodes. Again, I'm not. I don't know what he does, and I hear it, but like he is, is honest and direct, and he's pretty clear. You like Mr. Big? No, no, no. I'm just simply saying, in the first couple episodes, like the first five or six episodes, she meets Mr. Big. And he's just like, listen, I've, I've, I've been in love before. I've been married. I cheated. I, I'm, I'm being, I cheated. Like mm-hmm. he owns his shit, right? And he is sending, setting boundaries like, hey, she goes, we've been dating for several months. And I don't know what several months means, but he's just like, I'm not necessarily, and like, he's at an age where he's just like, I'm not bringing every girlfriend I have a mom right away. Or he has these boundaries of which she is just like, no, they're literally about to go on their first trip together. First trip. Like they don't even know if they travel well together. And she's like, I need to know I'm the one. And he's just like, I don't, huh? And and she breaks up with him yeah. for that. Good. Well, how is that good? It's good. It's not good. <laughs> and and I, I'm good. not defending Mr. Big. I don't know what he does. But if in that like moment, Mr. Big, I will don't, throw away this whole I podcast. I don't episode. like Mr. Big. I don't, I'm just saying in that moment, he was simply saying, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear just because I know it'll make you happy. And it seems a little nutty for me to tell you that you're the one when we've been dating for a couple months. Okay, so when, when, we were supposed to be wrapping this up and now you just opened a whole can of worms. When do you think that you should know? Like, what's the timeline of when you should know that you want to commit to someone? I I don't really know. I don't have, I think everyone's different. I just think we have to remember that it takes a real long time to really get to know someone. And then after we get to know them, we have to still keep learning about them. Nellie and I have been together for over a year. We've known each other for almost two years now. And we had dinner last Saturday. And for the first time, we really talked about kind of like our our uh, past relationships to the extent we talked about like, you know, the past trauma we both experienced or just like our talks, you know, just our shit that we've mm-hmm. dealt with. And and it wasn't like, because usually when you date early on, you're just like, don't talk about your ex. Mm-hmm. You know, don't bring it up. You don't want to sound like you're into them. And that's true. And so, like, you're in the honeymoon stage, and you're just like, I don't know, we don't need to, like, sit there and talk about our exes. Yeah. But, like, I do feel like I know her better because we've been together for this long, and we just, we weren't, like, talking and reminiscing. It was more like, I've, I've 
put up with some shit. And also like, you know what? I've done some shit, you know? Mm. These are the bad choices I've made and vice versa. And I think we just, it's nice to know about your partner's history or yeah. your past, but there's a time and a place to learn that. And usually that's not in the first few months because like you can do it too early and all of a sudden it brings up like, are you really over it or what's going on? So I'm just simply saying like, it takes time to get to know someone and we don't have to know in the first few months and, and that's okay. And we can feel like we're in love and that's why people are like, well, you told me you love me. It's just like, well, now I know this. Yeah. You know, like, it's so it, it, it shit takes time and everyone's different. So that's all I'm saying. I'm calling you Mr. Big from now on. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not, I, I did not do what Mr. Big This is going to upset a lot of people. I'm not defending Mr. Big. I'm <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying Carrie's a little toxic. She is. She you know? is. I, I agree. But Mr. Big is trash. I don't doubt it. Yeah. I'm just not there. I haven't seen the trash well, you yet. You will see. I'm just saying You'll not, be back to not saying it. I love you when she's like giving him an ultimatum. Yeah. This is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Well, she gets karma served back to her several times. So you'll yeah. see. I won't I won't give it away. But obviously you have to come back so we can have a whole episode about okay. Carrie and Big because that is like a case study. No, it's a great it's a great show. And I think there's a lot of great, helpful takeaways. It's just more. I was honestly curious because I was under the impression that Carrie Bradshaw was a role model. No. And she's definitely not. No. Okay. Nora Fashionista, because she's made some questionable okay, decisions right. when it comes to those outfits. Anyways, thank you so much for this coming. Is, thanks so much for having me. This so, is so it was great. great. You have to come back. Tell everyone where to find you. You can find me at Nick Vile on Instagram and TikTok. The Vile Files is anywhere you stream or listen to your podcast. We also, uh, if you like watching podcasts, we're on YouTube. And that, yeah. Follow the TikTok with caution because it's it, uh, it's a it's a. <laughs> Strong cup of coffee. Yeah, it's a, it's a triggering place. Yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie.